Welcome to Lockdown Listen, a community keyboard's daily delve into the programme archives over the past four decades, and featuring music and conversation with Ian Wollstenholme and some of the organ and keyboard world greats. just goes to show that that old adage of the best laid plans goes right out of the window as far as this presenter is concerned because on paper I'd scheduled to interview organists here at Keyboard Cavalcade completely separately but unfortunately this is not to be because joining me around the table today are two organists, Jean Martin and Byron Jones. And believe it or not, you cannot separate the two. <laughs> but we're delighted. I ought, we ought to go with ladies first. Jean, it's been a long time since we've had uh, our little tete-a-tete -tete at, at festivals. What's been happening in the life of Marm since then? Oh, all sorts of things, really. Yes, lots of things and lots of exciting things. Well, I've just released a new CD, Ian, which I'm very thrilled about. I only want to be with you. Very fitting, because I didn't know I was going to see you this morning, did I? <laughs> oh, dear. There's nothing going on, listeners, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that I'm, I really must pick up on, Jean, is that since the last time we, we, we talked, in all seriousness, you've made a recording on... In fact, you've made one two recordings on pipe organs. Of course, a very famous one here in the northwest, the Tower Wurlitzer. I have how did, indeed, how did that yes. come about? Well, in 1986, I was given the opportunity to play it by Roy Neal, who's of course the father of Grant, who was running this festival, which was very, very nice indeed, and I had a wonderful time, and never thought as my dream would have come true. Anyway, that, that happened then, and then since then, two years ago, I was actually asked to record on this Wurlitzer, and then two nights ago, I played for Dancing in the Tower, which was again a new experience and most enjoyable. So, um, I've just come back from Holland, and I've been playing theatre organs over there, Four of those, which were very, very nice organs in very different situations. In fact, the first one was 400 miles away from the airport where I landed. So I had a very long journey to get to the first venue. But um, I do enjoy playing pipe organs and theatre organs. Ooh. Classical pipe organs are my favourite because I was a church organist when I was 11. And You've had a busy old career. I've had really, a career all on uh, pipe and theatre. And yes, 
Well, on, on my left, which will have no relevance to listeners of a radio programme, but nevertheless for me <laughs> today, on my left is Byron Jones. Byron, I think Hi, this is another right? longer time it escape sure is, yes, of the programme. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's fair to say that, that you're one of the uh, original supporters of these of the organ, organ festivals. festivals yes. yeah. Do they lose their, their shine or attraction for you as a performer? Uh, not really, no, because I think the people that come to these festivals and these various weekends that we organise ourselves, um, they're all enthusiasts so much that uh, I think at one time, if you'd had 25 hours of a day, they would have listened. But I think starting this at 14, 15 years ago, I think old age is creeping up with us all, you know, because... Uh, like last night, we were playing till 11.30, and a few of the people, they had a long day travelling up here, and uh, naturally they were a bit exhausted or shattered or whatever. But uh, they were still a fine audience, but uh, the, the sparkle, I think, is going out of all these festivals. Do you think? I think so, personally, because they've seen it all, they've had it all, right. and uh, from an artist's point of view, the people are still lovely, but there's something creeping in, or, as I just said, the fact, complacent, I think. Do you think that reason could could be because of all the fragmentation of, uh, of, of organ events like this? I mean, Gene, as far as festivals are concerned, you are, an, again, one of the original crew. Do, do you share Byron's views that perhaps with the fragmentation that so the audiences perhaps, as Byron yes. just says, have seen it all, done it all, been there, I bought the T-shirt? Agree. Yes, you see, some of the audiences, they've got their favourites, and I must admit, they'll follow you around wherever you are, which is lovely, but it makes it difficult for us as performers because we've got to keep finding new material and often if you're booked at one festival within another fortnight you're at another one and you don't have time to change your program so you've got to really be one ahead all the time right, right. Uh, Byron um, for, for many years you've been playing versi organs as, as far as the electronic right, side yes, of things yeah. concerned. I read something that a brand new model caught your eye at one of the international that's right yeah and this year we went over to Frankfurt and uh, the Franz brothers so the main uh, people for the versi they're coming out under Versi Blue Chip now, Germany. Uh, they brought out this new organ called the Da Vinci, which is a white organ or whatever colour you want it, but we're having it in white. Very much similar to the Versi Spectra, but very, very latest technology. Now, we're hoping to go over in August for them to customise some of the sounds because they've got some very good theatre uh, Blackpool type sounds in the Versi organs, and when that rolls around, it sounds very good. So I've told them, in a word, that uh, they produce theatre organs and they said it's really uh, rubbish, or words to that effect. And they sort of uh, picked their eyes up and eyebrows and said, oh, well, you come over and we'll customise the organ for you. So I said, great. The outcome is that we're going over now in August and then in September I'm having it delivered and picking it up. The outcome now is that uh, I'll have it for a complete month and I will literally be practicing probably about eight or ten hours per day on it. The, not so much the music, but the, the, the workings, the mechanics of the instrument. Thank goodness it's a very much similar layout to the organ that I'm using now, which I've had 12 or 13 years. And I can honestly say, now I'm getting to understand the organ <laughs> after all this time. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, I've got three little screens which they call the Golden Gate, which is the new technology, linking the old technology to the new technology. 
I got the basic screen that's got all the rhythms and some of the sounds, and I've also got this new Hammond type expander, which they call the OX7. And so you've got three little screens to watch, as well as play, and then try to remember to smile or be rude to the audience, then you've got to play the damn thing. You know, Whichever is appropriate. Oh, yes. I think being rude comes natural very often. Jean, do you, um, if I can coin the phrase, do you have similar problems with your organs um, uh, when you, when, whenever you take the urge to, uh, to change them? A uh... new instrument is always a challenge, because, like Byron says, you've got to get, get into it, because there's, there are no two organs alike. Um, I've just taken on board this um, AR100, because I've just been taken on by Yamaha as one of their demonstrators. So that's rather nice. Um, <laughs> Byron always makes rude remarks about me and my Yamaha. <laughs> but uh, he never complains when I play for him. So I'm on um, good favour now, you see. I've got to say that because he's sitting here. Because otherwise <laughs> he'd probably thump me, really. No, we're great pals. We go back a long way, dear, don't we? we? Do you and I, we do. Just, um, just ignore me. I mean, but just, just no, converse. We'll just it, it's quite, quite <laughs> who needs me? I, uh, yeah. It'll uh, be the Martin and Wizard show. Yes. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. Yeah. Um, Jean, we're getting reasonably close to the end of uh, the century, um, which is. No, I'm sure you won't remember this, but it's, believe it or not, seen the birth and the development of the, of the electronic organ and, of course, its keyboard counterparts. I'm interested to know, and we have two players here how the professional organist sees the future of this industry. Um, have, have you given any consideration to that? Well, I've noticed how much the organ sound is creeping back in, just like somebody's creeping back out. <laughs> and uh, oh, the, uh, the Hammond sound seems to be very much prevalent at the moment. Have you noticed that, Byron? Yes, everybody wants this Hammond sound, plus the orchestral sounds to go with it. So really, as far as the millennium's concerned now, I'm sort of just... Well, I think I think I shall just carry on with how I'm going on at the moment with a little bit of orchestra. I'll try to do a mixed bag. So as we go into the millennium, I shall probably keep up with the new music and just go where the music takes me. You're not going to be one of these artists who, on the 31st of December next, is going to increase their fees by an average of 150%. Definitely not. And entertain people for a no, priceless no, sum. No, I'm no. definitely not going to do that. And How? haven't and wouldn't dream of it. How are you going to celebrate the New Year, Barry? Any actually, musical plans at all? No, actually, for the last five years, we've been up at Great Yarmouth. And we take over a hotel there for Christmas and New Year. So this year, naturally, we're keeping the prices the same, and uh, everyone's happy about that. Completed salad. I wonder why. <laughs> but uh, no, I think people are being ripped off left, right, and centre. They're paying DJs, you know, these uh, people that play our records and things like that, um, and uh, karaoke things. You know, they they're being really ripped off. And uh, again, I think the following year, that's when they realise where the brand butter were. That uh, hopefully that. Uh, you see, and at the end of the day, really, I mean, Byron's the same as me. When we first started out, we were glad of the little organ societies to get us going. And at the end of the day, why should we rip them off for helping them to get where we are? So, you know, it's not fair. Yes. A very valid point, I think. Thank you, Mr. Jones. That's the first time you've ever said anything like that. <laughs> I can see a video coming on here. But there, but there we are. It, you know, it's been great. We, we've never ever, as far as I can remember, in many years of broadcasting, we've never ever actually had two organists um, interviewed together. And I think that we could look at this in the future because it, uh, you all seem to well, bounce off each other. Speaks with me, but I'll put up with him any time. Say no more. 
thank you both very much indeed for joining me on the programme. Thank you. It's thank been you, a pleasure. Ian. Good luck with the programme. And that was Byron Jones and Jean Martin speaking to me way back in 1999 at the Blackpool Organ and Keyboard Cavalcade Festival. And you know, 21 years later, both artists still in demand just as much as ever. Thanks for listening.